Welcome to Land Sharks After Dark, favorite podcast about the old Miss Rebels. I'm your host, Justin Sanders. Got my co-host, John Stefanczyk, with me tonight. Uh, we're a little late this week, coming to you on a Thursday night. Um, but hey, you know, I didn't figure there were too many uh, listeners clamoring for a podcast about Ole Miss blowing yet another lead to Arkansas. But uh, so we're going to talk about that tonight, some other stuff. Look at lines for the week. Um, just talk some general Ole Miss topics. So what's up, John? How you doing, man? We're good. Plugging along. Glad it's almost Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're debating before this podcast. Do we even want to talk about the Arkansas game? Because it feels it's, like it was. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's it's so that basically I wasn't watching this game live, but obviously got my phone, seeing texts, seeing tweets about it. Um, it definitely early on in the game seemed like it was, I was like, oh man, you know, I'm gonna have to watch this on YouTube. Like this is going to, this is good. You know, even though Arkansas sucks, not a lot of wins this season. You're happy to, happy to score points and be putting it up. Uh, it seems like things just kind of hit a wall at halftime or somewhere thereabouts. Ole Miss was up. What was it? 31 to seven. Is that the lead they blew? Top Arkansas, they get the ball back. They hit Cooley on a 30-yard pass, and then he fumbles the ball, and that turned the game around. Uh, I was on the golf course during the game. I DVR'd it. I knew they lost. I knew it was going to be stupid. I watched it I watched it 45 minutes via DVR. It's uh-huh. one of the stupidest losses I've ever seen in my life. But it's a crap. They're, Ole Miss is a bad team. Arkansas is a bad yeah, team. Yeah, and I don't really understand the people that are, that are reacting to it or that were reacting to it on Saturday, you know, and super – negative about Luke and all that. I mean, that's kind of just like kicking, you know, a, a kicking a dead horse at this point because like it, Luke is not going to be the coach. And I think that's there's a 99% chance. I, I think it would be very unlikely that Luke is even well, with the, even with the two-year bull band. I don't think it's like I think I think he will probably end up staying on staff if I know Ole Miss. Uh hmm. they'll probably make him offensive line coach again or some weird co-host co-head coach or some crap like that. Um, depending on who the hire is, you know, maybe if you get the one year bull band, you make a big name hire, obviously you give them full control to do whatever they want and it'd be up to them. Uh, but that wouldn't be shocking at all. I just, I don't think there's any chance of him being the head coach. It's obvious this is not working. Um, I mean, you can't blow a lead like that. Even if your defense is horrible, you gotta, you gotta find a way to hang on to that. Well, if he'd won the game, then they're what four and four or, uh, yeah, they're four and four. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they let's say they go win at Kentucky, they beat Lafayette. Then they're six and four, A and M. Who knows what mood they're in? They lose the Egg Bowl, but then yeah. hell, they could accidentally go win seven games. And then it's like, ooh, we keep Matt Luke. Nah, I'm glad that didn't happen. So yeah, so maybe that's the silver lining there. Bealum might keep his job. They don't want to fire him. That's I late. think I think between. Bielema and Butch and Sumlin, somebody's going to end up keeping their job. Maybe even two of those three, because it's such a crazy year to be making a hire. I mean, Florida pulled the trigger first. We got to talk about that. That's happened since we last recorded. McElwain's yeah. out. I uh, kind of in like the craziest way possible. Um, honestly, like this is just furtherance of draft night and Hugh Freeze and all of this. Jimmy Sexton is slipping. He's got to he's got to get his shit together because he just he already lost sixteen million uh, for Freeze when he got fired for calls, and now McElwain gets fired for calls for fabricating death threats and lose, loses out like twelve million something like that. What's crazy to me is McElwain's a public figure in a very contentious industry uh, with a lot of eyes on it. You're telling me the quote-unquote most powerful agent in college football, Jimmy Sexton, couldn't find 
some death threat out there on Twitter or somewhere to, to, to back up McElwain's claims. It's just crazy to me. And if you can't, if there really were none, then, yeah, it was a weird thing for McElwain to lie about. Um, just all around, strange situation. Uh, Ford, is a, Ford is a weird place. It's a weird job. Yep. I mean, it's really not. I mean, McElwain's not Strickland's guy. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. George so, is passing. So, yep. yep. Where do, they, do, where do they go? Who, who do you see ended up in Florida? I don't know. It, it, it's weird. It's. I don't think there's any d- definitive hire out there. Right well, that now. makes it even weirder to get rid of McIlwain midseason without any sort of concrete plan that we can tell. Well, Strickland probably has a short list, but we mm-hmm. just, I just don't know what it would be. I, I think Mullen's probably on it. I mean, he's he's won at Florida with Urban. He worked for Strickland at State. Um, I think Scott Frost should be on it if they're if they have any idea of what they're doing. You know, he's a, right there in Florida, up and comer. Um, I mean, it, could they go for a, a bit? Could they go for a Petrino or someone? I don't know if that would be a fit at all. I've heard people talking about Petrino going to Auburn this year, perhaps. I'm I'm trying to think of sitting head coaches they could they could try to pull. I mean, could we see like like a Bielema esque, you know, a a winning coach from another conference coming to Florida? It's a big enough job, you would think it it would be possible. I just don't know who they would target. Yeah, I just don't know who exactly who are they really after. At the yeah. End of the day. Um, I don't know. That's going to be interesting. So, I mean, already it was a crazy year uh, with a lot of open jobs. Then you throw in Florida, which is one of the highest athletic budgets in the country and you know one also one of the best in home in state home recruiting bases uh definitely attractive there um let's see john what else what else happened uh in the sports world this last week i mean just fast forwarding to today thursday awful news out of out of houston well good news out of houston last night winning winning the world series a great great world series especially that game 5 Congrats to the Astros. I was cheering for them. But uh, terrible news out of Houston today with Deshaun Watson tearing his ACL, a non-contact injury at practice. Uh, huge bummer. Watson was having a great season, potentially rookie of the year this year. Um, so that, that sucks. Pretty sad about that. Uh, I wonder if, if the Houstons wish they hadn't traded Osweiler away now, even though Osweiler sucks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Who's the backup in, in Houston? Oh, I think it's Tom Savage, whoever that is. Okay. Well, there you go. Osweiler's going to start in Denver this weekend, full circle. Is he? Is that yeah. good? Yeah, they're they're benching Simeon. Yeah, they got to bench Simeon to go to Osweiler. I know. Yeah. After after trading Osweiler to Houston, Houston trading him to the Browns, and the Browns they're not cutting him. Lynch. What? They're not going to play Paxton Lynch? I think he's still coming back from injury. What did he do? I don't know. I, I, I was watching that um that Monday night game, and they were talking about this. They said he was hurt. I don't know. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I think Emmanuel Sanders is coming back for Broncos this week as well. Um, let's see, let's see. You talked about the World Series. That was cool. Did you did you watch the game five with all the home runs? It was that was a clown car game. <laughs> it was a classic, man. Instant classic. Is it weird to say there's almost too much scoring in that game? <laughs> yeah, they they were they've been too successful. I mean, actually, it really was a very interesting overall MLB season with all the home runs. Um, I kind of feel like it was a bit unexpected. You know, they they changed some things, but 
What was interesting was the World Series Game 5 drew a 12 rating and the Sunday night game between Detroit and Pittsburgh only drew a 9. Mm-hmm. So the World Series smoked Sunday night game that hit Pittsburgh in it. So. Yeah, I think I, I think the Dodgers obviously have a huge market. You know, they bring in a lot of views. But I think the Astros are like a really fun young team. I mean, between the Astros, the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Cubs, you have some really exciting, young, star-studded rosters. Um, I think the next five or ten years in MLB is going to be awesome. I'm really excited about all those teams. I think Fox did a really good job with the World Series broadcast, too. Yeah, I watched three the game of the games. was good. Smoltz and Buck are good together. I mean, just a, I mean, overall a good. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Did you hear about the uh, the anonymous better that went 6-0 and in the first six games? Nope. He was, uh, he was doubling down each game. He got up to $8 million after game six. And so everybody was watching, you know, what's he going to do for game seven? Who's he going to pick right before the game? It's uh, the guy, the RJ in Vegas or whatever, the reporter that was covering it. Um, it was just like, oh, he's taking his money. He's, he's, he's holding the $8 million and leaving, which is smart because I was kind of thinking he was going to pick Dodgers, and that would have gone terribly. The Astros were up all the whole game last night. So good for that guy. Nice little $8 million profit. Uh, my favorite is the dude in uh, the the furniture store owner in Houston that does these crazy promotions where, like, he said if the Astros win, any purchase over like four thousand dollars gets refunded, and you get to keep the merchandise or whatever. So, uh, but he was still he was still cheering for Houston. What he did, what well, he he hedged it by betting like one point six million dollars on the Astros. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. So he in the article I was reading about him, it said he had lost like ten or fifteen million dollars from promotions like this in the last two years. Like this guy, this guy's crazy. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it works for him. They said he's worth like seventy five mil. So what else? Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, let's see. We were talking beforehand. Uh, head over to LandsharksAfterDark.com. Check out Table Cobbleson. Got the hell board up. Uh, a Table Cobbleson original to, to the core. Only only Table could, uh, could come up with this stuff. Um, I believe 69 different coaching candidates. Nice uh, listed here. Um, and I love the graphic he made for it. So definitely head over to uh, LandsharksAfterDark.com, like I said. Scroll through uh, Table's very comprehensive list. I think he pretty much got every possibility on here. He threw me in at number sixty-nine, which I mean, you can, you can. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm, I'm withdrawing my name from consideration officially, but uh, I do appreciate the inclusion. I, I thought it was, it was really funny. Uh, Bedwell tried to say that uh, Lame wasn't on here, right? But it turns out he is. So I think um, he is. Yep. Oh, no, he has – oh, oh, I see. He put Jimmy Chestnut. Doesn't he mean uh, Freshwater, Joey Freshwater? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Google, I see it. He's on here now. It's very – this is – okay. All right. Well, good job. Good job, Table. Got it all in here. Check that out. What'd you, what'd you, did you read it, John? What do you think? There is no hot board, I know. He kind of gave you that shout-out in the first game. But there is here. a hell board. There is a hell board. There is no hot board, but there is a hell board. Which the you hell can board. PJ Flex too high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Predictably, you would say that. What, what's your read on the Bill Clark idea? I don't know if anyone seriously talked about it other than people like in our text group or whatever. Not actually a bad idea. Especially if they get a two-year Especially with or... two years. Yeah, why not, right? I mean, I think it would make a lot of sense with a two-year When's this ruling coming out? It's been almost okay, a week. So, 
It has been. It's possible it's coming out tomorrow, which would be uh, November 3rd. I think Based on this, is that you, are you pulling that out of the sky, or you got a source on that? Well, no. We know, we know they come out on Fridays. We know the window is six to eight weeks. I think tomorrow is either seven weeks or eight weeks. Uh, the rumors are more around the 10th, which would be next Friday. I, I really think it's either tomorrow or next Friday. I don't think they're going to stretch it out longer than that, just because, like, why would they do that? I, 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 don't, I don't see the NCAA COI kind of breaking procedure for this. I just don't know why they would, but we'll see. Why well, um, they would, but this has been the all-time dumbest investigation. Right, so. but this is a totally different set of people, you know? If, if the COI is more concerned with getting back to normal, normalcy, I don't know why they would break normal procedure for the time frame. You know what I mean? Even See, if that's logical. What? But this is nothing to do with this has been logical. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I think still you have to divorce the investigative arm from the COI. Uh, we'll see, but... I, I think we're going to know in the next eight days here, so we'll see. Uh, and that's going to color so much of the coaching search, obviously. Um, scrolling through here, very, very comprehensive list. The table's put together here for us. I don't even know who I'm really excited about anymore as a potential candidate. I mean, someone like <laughs> Scott Frost would yeah, be amazing. watching the Thursday night preview. Did you see where Papa John blamed the NFL's handling yeah. the anthem for his declining yeah. third quarter? Yeah, well, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> That's pretty. Everything yeah. is everybody else's fault. Papa John's such a snowflake, dude. Yeah. Um, like Hugh Freeze not taking responsibility for, you know, mm-hmm. any of this. For his own downfall. Yeah. Um, Let me, do you, let's, I don't know why I want to go here. We'll go here. Go here. Bjork or Vitter? You have, if you can only get rid of one, would you get? Who would you get rid of, or would you keep both? Mm, I mean, or would you prefer? I, to I, I think you need to. I think you need to know that, like, who the IHL is going to replace Vitter with. Because I mean, it could conceivably be worse, right? Oh. I, I, I think that I. I I like Dan Jones and Robert Kayat more than the current administration, I would say, at least in the way they were handling the sports programs. Um, you know, I, I, I thought Vitter's whole Landshark mascot thing was odd at, at best and, you know, potentially just kind of uh, shady. Um, so I think that would be my pick. I, I'm not a huge Bjork guy, but... I'm still a little bit in wait and see mode, especially on you know the the whole sanctions. I mean that's gonna really, again, if Ole Miss somehow is to get off with their self-imposed, meaning no more bowl bans, maybe you know five extra scholarships added or something. I mean the exemplary cooperation starts to look a lot smarter in the situation, doesn't it? Should have never gotten in that situation, but we, but, we don't need. But still, as we talked about on the show many times. All the evidence against Ole Miss in this case, especially um, you know the Barney Ferrar side of it, if you if you only get off with the one year bull ban after the way everything's gone, I think you have to say it's a win and maybe give Bjork somewhat of a clean slate. You know, let him go out and make this higher. And again, I, I don't think Bjork's going anywhere, even with the two year bull ban. I think Bjork outlives this. Uh, he's nothing if not resilient. Is Teflon. Teflon uh, Ross is what we'll call him. 
Yeah, he's not Teflon Don, but right, but he's Teflon. Um, I don't know. What, what's your choice of those two? Be nice to, you know. Of course, it's the problem. It'd be nice to clean the slate, clean the house, uh-huh. but who would they go hire to replace these people? Uh, and another part of it is we don't even really understand how the IHL makes these decisions. Like I, 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 I think they vote. Like I, I think it's a it's a vote among members, but it's private. It's not something that's open to public input or public scrutiny. Um, so really, I mean, like it's just such a such an archaic kind of um, what's the word I'm trying to think of here. Uh, we, we, we don't know what's going on inside the IHL. We don't know what how they're going to make that decision. Bjork, I think, is a little more... Uh, we could at least understand what would happen if someone wanted to fire him. But it would be it would be uh, Vitter that would have to do it, right? And I just I can't imagine Vitter firing Bjork. But I guess he did, uh, he did uh, cut AK's contract, right? So maybe he has more balls than we think. Yeah, we'll see. I guess it depends what uh, certain boosters prefer, right? If if they want him gone, he'll be gone. But I feel like Bjork is pretty uh, ingrained with the uh, the well-heeled booster class at Ole Miss. Yeah. He has a, he has a whole lot of defenders, uh, from what I can tell. Played the shade game pretty well, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. He, out, he outlasted Freeze. Let's see who else he can outlast. I think, is there anything else SEC-wise that's notable from um, the week? A&M beat, I mean. Uh, yeah, State, State Trout and A&M. I didn't expect them to whip them that bad. Hey, you got to you got to give state credit for that Grantham hire. They they definitely came out on the better end of that weird switch with Louisville, where they got Sermon, who is not good. Uh, their defense is straight up nasty, and it's definitely carrying their team. And that mixed with that uh, that rushing attack with Fitzgerald, it's it's solid. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of their games this year, but I've seen the scores, um, and I've I've read people talking about their defense and how good they're playing. Um, Mullen's a shoe in nine and three at this point. He is, and it's a stark contrast to uh, the team that Hugh Freeze built, which is super top heavy, almost no contributors in the bottom half of the depth chart. Um, just it, two recruiting strategies on display here. Uh, it's it's interesting, interesting to think about. You know the the Mullen grinder. Uh, with uh, punctuated by guys like Simmons and Lewis that can kind of um, carry you somewhat. I mean, it seems like they always save their uh, recruiting budget for the the defensive linemen, linebackers, players like that. I mean, they don't have any stars really on offense. They have good running backs generally, but uh, it's interesting to to, to I, I don't know. I, I kind of wish that. If both schools lost their coaches, I would I would kind of rather have Mullins' pantry, I guess, than Freeze's. I don't know. I mean, I like a lot of the top-end offensive talent that Freeze recruited, but is it really better for winning games in the SEC to have great, great wide receivers and uh, a high-rated quarterback, or is it better to have depth all over the defensive side of the ball and serviceable offensive players? I don't, I don't know. I think... Uh... I think freeze teams are incre- or tend to be pretty stupid. Yeah, I mean they're they're mentally weak and the depth is not not there. But hey, those days are over uh, until Ole Miss rehires him uh, in like two years after his show calls. Yeah. 
Anything else SEC-wise? Uh, Tennessee lost to Kentucky, which is Lowell's Butch's 0-5. Yeah, Butch, uh, Butch maybe played a player with a concussion, I saw, in that yeah, game. So that's Butch, that's cool for him. It's weird because they, they, the AD clearly does not want to fire Butch, but he doesn't I, get a shot. I don't understand that. Does he have like a big buyout or something? Why is the AD such a such a Butch defender? He had financial problems a few years ago, and they may not be totally uh, yeah totally fixed. But I don't know, maybe we'll... they think maybe they think if they fire Butch, he's gonna go like talk to USA Today about the rape scandal or something. I don't know. I, I have no idea. It's very weird that that they're still even talking about. Well, we'll wait and see what happens at the end of the season or whatever. Oh god, because Tennessee fans are livid deservedly so i mean even if they didn't have such a lofty idea of themselves like say say they're like an old miss team for instance i i think old miss fans would be clamoring let's look at let's look at butch's record the last two years and pretend it's freeze okay okay so he didn't he go six and six last year uh no, last year he uh went eight and four. He missed the Sugar Bowl because he lost to Bandy at the end. Mm. Okay, I have his records pulled up here. So he started out Tennessee five and seven. Next year seven and six. Rolled two nine and fours. So this is very freeze esque. Right now he's got a three and five. I mean. Maybe it'll miss. Uh, yeah, if this is freeze, it'll miss. He probably shits to bed this year, gets at least one more season. But if he if he did this two seasons in a row, I think Ole Miss fans would be clamoring for him. And then when you add in, like I said, the way Tennessee fans perceive themselves, that timeline gets way accelerated. I don't know. Do you think he should be fired? Who, Butch? Yeah. Absolutely. He's bad, right? But at the same time, uh, I guess you could see the AD's case, right? Uh, he he's he just had two nine and fours, and then he's he's coming off that. You know, everybody gets a down year, right? I feel like that's how you got to sell it if you're the Tennessee. Winless against uh, winless against Florida. Mm-hmm, true. Winless against uh, Bama, obviously. Oh no, I take that back. He beat Florida last year. First year must champ wasn't there, so one win versus Florida. Um, winless against must champ in general. Yeah, winless against Washington. Winless he's, against Saban. He doesn't win big games. Has he has he beaten a SEC West team? Uh, let's see here. He lost let's to see. Ole Miss. He they was played coaching. bad year, so no. They lost to Ole Miss. They lost to A and M last year. They uh, they lost to Arkansas in fifteen at home. So maybe not. He might be defeated against the West as well. Let's think of who else have they played. They haven't played. They've never they been to a championship L- game, so. They play LSU this year. When's that game? That's. I mean, they're going to get stopped by LSU. I uh, think if you can't beat Kentucky, I don't think you can beat LSU. They play, yeah, they, play, uh, they host LSU. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it still seems like. Like I said, someone uh, that's mediocre is going to keep their job just because the AD is scared of trying to make a hire this year. I don't think the pool's that great. There's no obvious proven guys. Yeah, I think I think uh, Campbell at ISU has got to be one of the hottest ones. Given he's got to be one of the hottest guys. The way yeah. his team's playing this year, super solid. Um, and yeah. then yeah, a lot of a lot of like retreads, a lot of. 
guys that maybe are up and comers, but they have question marks like, you know, Neil Brown losing to South Alabama the week after beating LSU or, you know, Dino Babers, how he's, he's kind of old. And yeah, I, I don't think there's like, there's obviously, there's not a Tom Herman in this group, right? There's, there's no one that's that hot right now. No, but Tom, Tom Herman was one of the best, uh, was one of the best candidates to come along the last five years. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, he got a lot of hype deservedly. Um, I mean, Tennessee is going to get Gruden though. So it's all good. Oh yeah. That's definitely going to happen. Every time, every time Tennessee is looking for a coach, they, they bring up Gruden. He like, he was an assistant there or something. There's some sort of a connection that makes it. His wife went there, I think. Okay. Okay. There's some sort of a connection that makes them think it's definitely going to happen. Uh, I'm still thinking about how stupid that uh, that tweet from that reporter was, where he saw Bjork in town for uh, in Norman for that athletic directors conference, and he saw the Ole Miss logo playing, and he took a picture of it like it was somehow related to the coaching search. God, that's so stupid. How do you get a job as a reporter without figuring that one out before you tweet it? I don't know. Standards low these days. It's true. Everybody wants to be first, not necessarily right. Um. All right. Is that enough Butch talk? Who should we talk about next? What uh, What else is on the agenda? Gus's name was quieted out. Of course, they were. Uh, of course, the heat, they're on a buy, so we have it. Right. Like, yeah. There. There's a lot of. A lot of Gus talk after that loss to LSU, um, but I mean, still, he only has two losses on the season. I mean, damn. Yeah, but if they lose to Georgia and Alabama and go eight and four, I think Auburn fans are like, man, we've had enough. Who Which is gonna, interesting. Are they going to get Petrino? Is that would that make sense for them? Who knows? Auburn's weird. I think that's a really dumb decision to fire him if he goes eight and four, because he will have lost to he will have lost to three potential playoff teams in Clemson, Georgia, Alabama. I mean, yes, that's, losing to Ed O by three is bad, oh, but. That was the intro I forgot. So last week I talked about Notre Dame yeah. and was, you know they're going to sneak in. And what did the uh, what did the committee do? They made Georgia number one, so that's yep. the top line everybody talks about. But right below it, they got the rating set up. Notre Dame number three. Mm-hmm. What I tell you? What so I tell what'd you? What do you think about the uh, Georgia number one thing? I mean, it's gimmicky, obviously, but I mean, looking at the schedules. Alabama's schedule's trash. Yeah, Alabama hasn't played anyone. And you know Bama and Georgia are going to play each other, so it's going to work itself out. I, I'm fine with it. Uh, Georgia's having a really good season. The 100 people that listened to this last week, you know, they heard all the takes. All the and takes. What um, happened? Alabama's schedule's trash. Notre Dame's going to draw TV ratings. Yeah, but I don't think you said Georgia was going to be ranked number one. No, I said Alabama's schedule's trash, which is yeah. why they got ranked two. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense in retrospect. I just don't think – I wasn't expecting it, but it makes a lot of sense. Um, there were there were some uh, some, lo- some losses at the top of the uh, the rankings this week, right? Yeah, who was – Clemson was up there. There were four. And then was it Oklahoma and then Ohio State? And like yeah, but who uh, – oh, yeah, Penn State has lost now. That's what I was trying to think of. And somebody else, TCU lost, right? TCU lost yeah. to Campbell. Yeah. TCU. Lost a screw up our parlay, and then Mullen yep. beat the crap out of someone. So we had two losses on the parlay, which mm-hmm. I was fine with, better than one loss. But yeah, true. 
We were five and over there the first few games. Texas whipped fast. It was looking Delta. promising. Maybe maybe this week we'll uh, we'll finally and get it. Penn State choked away that game, but they, they had six points, so we were fine with that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. Um. Hmm. You want to do lines this week? Yeah, for sure. I was just wondering. Do you think Saquon Barclay is going to win the uh, the Heisman? He wasn't that great Saturday outside of the kickoff. Yeah, I saw some tweets about that, about how he'll get some bunch yards, but he's not ah, always the most consistent. The Heisman doesn't mean. Who knows? Let's see. Other possibilities, maybe Baker Baker Mayfield, perhaps. Notre Dame goes eleven and one. They're running back to win it. Uh, what's his name? Um, I think I know this. I've seen this. No, oh, they beat the crap out of NC State. They look good. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's gonna be. I mean, we're talking uh, interesting. So we re- we we legit could get a rematch in the playoffs between Georgia and Notre Dame. Could happen. Man, I don't know this this Bama Georgia game. Assuming either, assuming Georgia doesn't mess it up, really, because I think Alabama is well, gonna. I don't know out. if we would. Let's say Clemson runs the table. You would see Bama one, Clemson two. Notre Dame three, Georgia four. Although I don't know if they want. I don't know if they want the first round to be a rematch of the SC championship game, though. One loss, Georgia could be three, and you put Clemson four. Yeah. So you get Notre Dame. Yeah, you could have. Yeah. Notre, you could, you'd rather play Notre Dame Georgia in the semi. Right. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, assuming Georgia doesn't lose down the stretch on some weird fluke, that's. That's gonna be the best championship game we've had, and I mean, what's the what's the next one you can even think of? I can't think of one. Well, the last Georgia Alabama game five years ago, yeah. when Murray had him down to the goal line and it got tipped and caught, mm-hmm. clock ran. Mm-hmm. It's, it's exciting. It's gonna be exciting though. That's gonna be like a, a mini playoff game that Bama Georgia. I hope Bama can. I mean, I hope Georgia has what it takes to uh to actually beat him because I don't like Saban. Yeah, we shall see. Yeah, we want, you want to get into lines now? Yeah, let's see. All right, I'm pulling mine up. Go ahead. Are we doing a parlay this week? Anything looking Whoa, at Whoa, Baylor is favored by eight at Kansas. Isn't Baylor winless? Yeah, but it's Kansas, right? Yeah, but it's Kansas have a win? I'm just trying to get some action on that one. How of game is that? Holy cow. Mm-hmm. That's funny, though. Baylor is... What is Baylor? They are zero and eight. Ooh, that's cow. that's fun. Playing at one and seven, Kansas. Hmm. Mm. That's Holy. uh. Is, is that an eleven a.m. game? Yep. That sounds wonderful. Clemson seven point favorite on the road at NC State. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I don't. So I, I I looked earlier in the week. I don't like anything for. I don't like a parlay this week. Mm-hmm. Kentucky favored by four over a Ole Miss. Favored two and a half on the road at Miami. Mm-hmm. Auburn minus fifteen. Auburn minus fifteen at A and A. A lot of points, but I think Lamb. That is that is interesting. Yeah, it's a, I mean, if someone what's what's A and record right now? They have three losses. Is that right? They lost to Bama, yeah, UCLA, and State, yeah. Yep. Um, but let's see, he has Auburn left, he has Ole Miss left, he plays Arkansas last game. Okay, I got it up now. No, he has at LSU last game. He LSU and who? Are so we New Mexico. Um, so he could he could end with five losses pretty easily here. 
Oh, he's headed for five. If losses. he loses to Auburn and LSU, is that enough to get him fired? <laughs> I mean, Ole Miss, which he should. But yeah, I think that might be enough to get him fired. Just with how mediocre they've been since Johnny left. I think he's. I think he's got to win out to save his job. It would be so not surprising to see a retread like him end up in Oxford. Oh, that'd be the that'd be it. Yeah, it would make a lot of sense. But that I would can be. See- I can see Vitter at the opening press conference talking about the first black coach in Ole Miss history. I can mm. just see that. Maybe. I don't know. He he thinks they did it the right way in New Orleans with the statues and all. And so, I don't know. Um, okay, back to lines. State minus 32 hosting UMass. Lay them. Sorry mm-hmm. that UMass has got to go from Massachusetts down to Starkville. UMass it's- is garbage. The only team that has trouble with them in the SEC is Tennessee. Um what about and Tennessee minus seven uh, hosting USM? Jay Hobson got any magic for this one? Yeah, this sounds like an opportunity for Southern Miss. Yeah, I mean, I, I you have to assume Tennessee's completely given up at this point. I like it. I like it. Hobson played at Ole Miss, right? Yep. Future Missouri coach. minus three hosting Florida. Hmm. Randy Shannon Gators. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let Randy Shannon interim coach there. This is weird. They fired McElwain in the middle of the year, but it's it's so him. it's so strange. Ooh, what about Florida State minus six uh, hosting Syracuse? Syracuse feels I, like a big yeah. Big I like I like Hughes there, but yeah, that's a sucker bet. I don't know. It Florida is State, Florida State quit against uh, uh, BC, BC BC right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a sucker bet. I bet they cover that, but I don't know. What's 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 the future hold for Jimbo? Is he just going to shake this season off and try again just next year? On. That's my thought. Some on people have been saying he might leave. I think he. I think he's leaking, threatening to leave. Yeah, to, people to make today. sure he has some security. Yeah. Track season. So. Yeah. That makes sense. It's believable. Um. Georgia minus 23 and a half hosting South Carolina. That's a lamb. Yeah, it's a lot of points, but. Notre Dame only minus 14 hosting Wake Forest. That's a lamb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. Kentucky minus three and a half against Ole Miss. Is Ole Miss. Is there any scenario you can see Ole Miss winning this game? Mm, I mean, scenario, yes. Just like. A, a, another fluky game like Ole Miss has had the last two seasons where, I mean, maybe, maybe you score a lot of points early and don't fall apart. I mean, that would be the, that would be the only scenario, but let's see the last two seasons. Ole Miss is at eight and 12. Is that right? Eight and 12. They are and, three and five, five and six. Yep. And none yep. of the, none of the eight. What? I mean, you got a and M in there last year. You got Vandy in there this year. None, none of them have really been just that impressive, I guess, is my point. I, I feel like Tennessee. Most of they play and beat in conference. I'm trying to think of. Arkansas like, last year? Five, Arca- two, six. Arkansas last year, right? No, they lost to them on the road. Oh, they beat Georgia at home. Remember oh, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a weird game. Beat the shit out of them. So. Wait, so other than Freeze's first year, he never beat Arkansas? Uh, he beat Arkansas his first two years. He beat the John L. Smith team, and he beat Bielema's first, first year. God, what a cuck. 
Breeze was two and three against Arkansas. Let's give him. Let's give him two and four. Let's include this year. You want to include this year? Yeah, dude, because that was his shitty ass defensive roster. Fair enough. And it, you cannot tell me that Hugh Freeze would have won that game. No way in hell. <laughs> the collapse would have been more horrific somehow. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. That get you know. Imagine if Hugh Freeze was still coaching this team. That yeah. game probably cost him his job. Yeah, I mean, that would be. It would be interesting to imagine if there was no scandal. I mean, I think I think we would still be waiting for sanctions. Be like, well, well let's see how bad it is. Like outside of the impeding show cause, like that right. game would game would have probably cost him his job. I mean, people or definitely would have been clamoring. He didn't get get to six and six at, by the end of the year. He would lose his job. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he, that's where he's headed, or where not, he's he would have been headed. Yeah, would have been this. He'd have what is Ole, is Ole Miss finish at four and eight? We think. Um. Yeah. Just beat Lafayette. Yeah. Probably. That sounds right. I mean, if they went and won this weekend, it wouldn't shock me. Kentucky finds ways to do dumb stuff. Right. I mean, and, it's Kentucky, but at the but, same time, they've got to have this circled as a chance to get a win against a West opponent. They don't have oh, yeah. one of those. They're looking to get to seven, and then who do they? I have to go look at. They've got a. Who do they have left? Kentucky. I'll look that up. Let me check real quick. Point is, they've got a shot to. Uh, I think Louisville at the end of the year. Yeah, they do. So they, their schedule is not easy. They got uh, at Vanderbilt after they play Ole Miss at Georgia versus Louisville. Um, and they're at what six? Man, they're be- they're better than Vandy though. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, Angie. But Maybe. I mean, but Georgia and Louisville, those are tough games. What's going on with Louisville this year? Just kind of mediocre, huh? They, they had the Heisman winner, but one player. That's it. Yeah. Well, they got they got Sermon coordinating the defense. Not great. Um. All right. Wait. Anyway, let's see. Back to the lines. You got some more lines. Nothing jumps. Tennessee minus six and a half. Southern. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. TCU minus seven versus Texas. Interesting line given last weekend. Alabama twenty one against LSU. Bam. That should be just such a boring game. I, I don't imagine that being entertaining. Yeah. No I SEC. I don't know. No you SEC. think? Do you think Saban kind of gets in his guy's ass about the being number two thing? Is that a motivator for them? Who knows? I, I'm sure he will. Saban will come up with anything to motivate his team to focus. That yeah. Probably is what we will it work? Will it work? Yeah. No. Um, dum dum. Penn State minus nine at Michigan State. Um, yeah, this is it's a pretty boring, pretty boring week here for November. Some decent games, but doesn't really set up well from a betting perspective. What's uh, what what game are you most looking forward to this weekend? Uh, let's see here. I would say, I mean, for for purely chaos reasons, Syracuse Florida State sounds pretty funny. If Dino yeah, if Dino has a chance and does good there, um, I think NC State could be a game. Vodtech Miami, mm-hmm. Auburn A and M is a, is a thing. That is interesting for a few reasons. Yeah, for hot seat implications. I mean, you have two potential hot seat coaches there. 
That's that's something. Um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and it's a pretty close line. So there's that. Um, yeah, another classic, another classic week. Oh wow! Wait, 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 did you say? Did you say Missouri's? What did you say? Is it Bedlam is this weekend? Yeah, this yeah, that's what I see. That's a good game. Yeah, it's something to watch. Stillwater, uh, Oaks minus three. Basically, it's a toss-up game. I can't believe Missouri's favored, even though Florida just fired their coach. I can't. I think I think the Florida team's about just to totally tank it for the year. Yeah, and, and Drew Locke is a pretty good QB, right? They can run a good spread there, Missouri. Or they have no defense, but Florida has no offense. It's... Yeah. Hmm. So that could be a thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not a, not a ton of great lines for this week, but hey, we discussed them. Um, what else is on your mind, John? Not a ton, really. Yeah, it's it's been a fairly slow week. Um, we talked about from the World a, Series. From that was... Go ahead. From an perspective, you hope to have your COI ruling either tomorrow yeah. or next. Yeah, I yeah I hope at the most we're only doing like one more episode before it comes out if we record like on a Monday or something. Um, we do have basketball season coming up a week from tomorrow, um, so we're gonna get into that. Oh, Carlos Schillens, we should mention. Is that what you're about to say, John? Uh, another injury this year. Um, he was kind of depth guy uh, at, at the five, but. From at least the damage control that Corey Keyes was putting out on Twitter, he he at least was claiming that it wasn't it wasn't going to be a big loss for this season. Um, getting Bruce Stevens from JUCO seems to be like a pretty a pretty big get for AK this season. Uh, apparently, he's been backing up Dom at the five, uh, and then you have Fermanovichis and uh, and what's his face Hyman at the four. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it sucks to lose him for sure. He was injured last season as well. He's like a Six eleven, seven foot guy. Um, wanted him to be able to get some playing time this season, but it happens. Um, what are you gonna do? Yeah, still excited. The team is, it's gonna be should be a fun year. Um, and like you said, John AK could be coaching uh audition for a real job. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not in basketball mood yet. Not in basketball yeah. mood yet. The uh the horrible football season hasn't done it for you. No, I'm just kind of. Uh, it was like a break. Feels like a break. Just, just no sports. AK is AK pretty much plays everyone early in the year. Yeah, and it can look it can look not great early on. It takes AK a while to get his rotations down. But still, I mean, from from a actual experience we've seen them play, and from a raw talent perspective, this team is better than just about any AK team I've watched. Agree, but years. I'm about I'm going to give AK about eight games to figure it out before I start paying attention. <laughs> All right, well, I'm, I'm going to be paying attention, guys. It always chaps me for some reason. That's the one thing. It's like, yeah. AK, you he, watch him play all damn offseason. I think AK teams lose a game or two early in the season. They yep. shouldn't be playing. He's playing with a lineup too much. Yep, I, yeah. I do believe that. He, he definitely treats it like a preseason uh, game early in the non-comp. Uh, but I think it'll, it'll be good still. Um, Although. Although I guess now that I think about this, I get more interested from the standpoint of the SEC supposedly is going to be a good league this year. Well, I, yes, but Auburn's now off the table, right? They just suspended two players. Pearl's probably going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then wasn't there somebody? I mean, it, I guess it just depends. I don't know. I feel like this basketball season's still kind of 
up in the air. Not not necessarily for uh, for AK, who I think doesn't have as much to worry about, but for some of the other teams that maybe recruit better, this season could uh, could get weird. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll see. No, I mean, yeah, after last season, we were told, what, the league was going to get, like, five bids this year? Maybe more? Seven, even. Yeah, that would be that would be crazy. And that would be Honestly, great news for Ole Miss. Had as the league's been in football this year, shit, why not have a basketball year? Yeah, that's what I want. I want a, I want a basketball year for sure. So. Well, all right, we'll call it there then, guys. Um, we kind of – Talked about what we need to talk about. Got through another week of this uh, historically bad football season. I guess not historically bad. It's no two and ten, but um, still not a not a super fun time to be following the Ole Miss football program. But hey, I mean it, this Kentucky game. At least it's not Alabama, right? I mean you, you, they have a they have a shot. Um, God, watching that defense against anybody though is just just painful. Yep. Um, we'll be back here in a few days to catch up with you, uh, talk about what happens this weekend in football, do the, the long-hyped and long-awaited uh, basketball episode I've, I've been talking about. You kind of got a preview of uh, John's enthusiasm for the subject there at the end here. Uh, like I said, head on over to LandsharksAfterDark.com or uh, check out our Twitter if you want to see Cable's Hellboard uh, coaching candidates. Uh, somewhat ranked, kind of stratified as well, different... Uh, different types of candidates and all that stuff it's it's good stuff has some great artwork that he made on there um so check that out for sure other than that you know where you can find us of course we're on itunes um if, you, if you're listening to the show online you want to you know, listen to it on your, your iphone or something it's easily available right there in the podcast app so don't forget about that and i already mentioned our website you got old episodes and all that on there uh but for now thank you john for taking the time to do this i appreciate it i'm justin thank all you guys for listening and we'll talk to you again next week